Hello, welcome to Trophy TV. This is the final way. Crystal Palace nil, Everton nil, FA Cup third round tie. Nothing to talk about, no controversial decisions. And uh, we get to do it all over again on the 17th of January, I think it is. Um, yippee. Uh, joined by Jack in the studio for this one. Um, get to do it again, Jack. Still in the FA Cup. And hopefully we'll use the home advantage to, uh, to get through. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to say I can't wait, but I very much can. It was a, a, a very dull game, and you'd be right, there'd be absolutely nothing to talk about if we hadn't been dealt a fair load of controversy towards the end as well, because outside of that, it was a rather uneventful game. I know you said we've seen worse this season, but much worse. I, I struggle to think of much worse, to be honest, because it was a game without much going on, which, you know... In, in a league I'll game, be you'll take it with the FA Cup. You know, you've got the replays and you're thinking, look, can one of us just score a goal here? And then we know then. Looting the home for me was about 100 times worse Actually, than that was football. Anger-inducing, no. At least that made me feel something. And terrible. I, I'll, I, I've heard this from a few different... I'm, I must just be... Maybe I watched a different game. I actually sat there and thought, this is all right for a nil-nil of both teams. Don't be wrong, it wasn't amazing. But I, I just thought it was all right. I thought both teams, particularly us, were in control. Both teams tried to win it. I don't know. I thought it was okay. Ped, I mean, it was did you... drab. Okay, drab. that's fine. No, it was a drab game. Mm. It was a very right. drab game. It was, it was, it was really boring. Like there was, there wasn't that much. Mm. There wasn't that much um, box activity. I would say there was a, there was a, there was a. It was in spells. We had a spell in the first half where we, where we. Did all right, and then they had a little spell before our time. But it was a bit of a drab game, wasn't it? It wasn't like free flowing. Both teams, you looked at them, and you could you could see both of them are like, maybe this isn't really where we want to be. It just felt like that. I thought we were in utter control. Don't get me wrong. I just think when you actually think about how many saves their goalie had to make, it was it was like one, wasn't it? And ours has had to make one towards the end. So it was a bit of a it was a bit you know. And again, it's the third round, it's the magic of the cup. It's all that, and it and it was it was it was just the two teams that were a bit like mm, it's not where we want to be. So yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's not. I what... thought, I mean, Brighton at home was far more. Oh, no, you can have more other games, yeah, of course. You can, you know... but we were at least defending a lead there yeah, as well. But yeah, but that's just a mental position of going. We we had something to cling on to, so the game was acceptable as a football game. That Brighton game was horrific. It was dreadful. No quality from either side. Everton scored the goal, they got a lucky equaliser. It was garbage, everything in between. I didn't feel like that last night, but listen, that, that is what it is, isn't it? Um, obviously, the manager made a big call with Jordan Pickford being left out. I think it was a good decision, by the way. I think he needed a little break and being not in great form the last few games. Obviously, we went, Seamus seen Seamus Coleman come in, 412th appearance. I uh, thought he was excellent. And then... We had the chance for Arna Danjuma to come in. And, and I actually thought in the first half an hour it was some of his best work in an Everton shirt. He looked quite lively and bright. Um, and I thought Everton settled into the game quite quickly early on. I thought we, I thought we got hold of it quite well. Oh, Arna, midfield was excellent. Yeah, I thought we were the better out of the two teams, mm. especially Dan Jumer on the left as well. That's his natural position, isn't it? With mm. McNeil holding that spot down, he's not had 
many opportunities no. to play that he's not had many opportunities at all and Onana haven't that strong performance that I think he needed after the last few weeks yeah. good, good for him to just get back on track and have that a, a quiet control in midfield not mm. doing anything outrageous but just doing everything he needs to do and yeah a special word for Virginia as well because it did get a little bit lost because of the controversy in the game mm. and became the talking points but he came in and he did what he needed to do he did what was asked of him and Jordan Pickford the last few years has been a very good goalkeeper for mm. Everton, but in that time he's mostly had a number two that could conceivably come in if needed, if Pickford mm. was in bad form. You know, obviously we had Olsen, who was yeah. swapped with him on occasion, mm. and Begovic was Premier League experience. Now it's Virginia, it's good to know that he can come in against the Premier League sides and not slip up and do what's asked of him, and I thought he did what he needed to do. Yeah, right. I actually give him man of the match just for the simple reason that no one, like, I thought someone on a play well and thought Seamus was excellent, but I didn't think anyone like massively stood out. I thought Everton's level was good, and we'll come back on to that in a minute, but I thought it's the first game he's played for Everton since Man City beat us in the FA Cup quarter-final when Carlo was here. And to have that period of time between games and to come in at a ground, which is difficult, and their crowd was lively, to come in and look so calm and assured, I thought it was a really good performance by him. He didn't have tons to do, but I thought his kicking was good, I thought he was calm. That's a big thing for a goalkeeper, I think. And you know, he's on loan at <coughs> Canberra last season, started the season off in the team and ended up out the team. I thought he did all right and, and obviously he was protected well by our defence. Ped, I mean, the level of performance last night I think was a positive. Uh, mm. We saw a really poor performance at Wolves and we've we've gone through that and why we think that might have happened or whatever. And it was a bad day at the office, it literally was at Molyneux. But I thought the levels were much better last night without it being amazing, obviously. Yeah, we were on it straight away and I thought the defence looked really, really comfortable. Mm. Um, Onana, flip-flops. Honestly, he just looked like he, he, he looked like he was in second gear in control <coughs> in that midfield. Garner did well and it was just, mm. it was just everything ahead of that, really, because of the disjointedness of, the, of the, how we were playing. Jack Harrison in the central position. You know, never really dominated that area. If you look at his heat map for the game, he's, he's more drifting over to the right hand side. Funny mm. enough, um, McNeil uh, only sort of come into the game when he went back onto the left. Mm. Dan Juma done re- done mm. well early on, but then drifted out of the game. Yeah. So it was in the final third, and and Dom not getting any service and not really making anything for himself by one chance in the second half. So it is the final third where we do look disjointed, and I was look I was having a little look at the at the heat maps afterwards and that the space around the box just nobody taking no one going into it no one like we obviously did where the core would take up but Jack Harrison is drifting over James Garner isn't moving into that area and and certainly Jack Harrison didn't move into that area and that's what we've been missing the last few games is somebody coming in behind Dominic Carvalhoon or occupy, occupying space should the, Harrison and McNeil have switched then because he started with Dwight McNeil off the right didn't he and yeah. he's never I just don't think he, he no. plays very well there. Well, they have maybe switched. He obviously bit. believes Harrison is more suited to it. Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if you can just shoe on someone into that position because I think you have to have a natural tendency to want to score goals from a central area, and that's what the core has got. And it's it's something we just don't have in the rest of the squad mm. unless you take a centre forward and you say, "Can you play deeper?" Mm. Um, but that space. 
it's so evident that nobody's making those those late runs, those third man runs. Do you know the reason why far. I think McNeil there sometimes though is because he has got a good dig on him, hasn't he? We saw but him it, hit the post against Wolves at the weekend. I think that's a different yard. skill set though. That's you. That's having the ball. Mm. I'm talking about playing without, without the ball running and running into the box. Corey makes quite explosive runs, doesn't he? Think about like at West Ham, one long ball, Dom gets the flick <laughs> on, and he's in, and he has mm. that first time yeah. shot. Not one of our players would have done that yesterday. And the only player who actually did do it was Dan Juma from the left-hand side when Harrison got him in mm. in the first half and the goalie yeah. made the save. Yeah. We don't have anyone who naturally wants to run past the no. centre-forward apart from Decore. That must, that must make it really hard for Dom as well. Because if you're not seeing anyone join up, when the ball's coming along, what do you do? Because you're looking to flick it on, you haven't got that runner. So you know you're going to have to try and play the way you're facing mm. And I think that makes Dom's job harder. And I know he's not in good form. And I know there's lot, obviously confidence there. But he can't... What can he feed off? He can't feed off scraps. And he can't bring other players into the game as well. So it must be very difficult. And that's something that we have to look at um, to try and bring into the squad if we haven't already got it. Or we try and say, well, can Bethel do that job when Dominic Avalon's available? Is, that a, is there a possibility? Is there somebody else, a younger player that we've already got in there that could maybe do that job? But I just don't think it's natural for anyone to run off the centre-forward. But there was a situation in the second half with that <laughs> chance Dom had, mm. and Dan Jume is next to him, and you're thinking, right, go wider, take one of the centre-backs with you. But instead, he sort of joins up with Dom, and both of them are trying to run into this space between mm. the two centre-halves, mm. and it just closes Dom down so quickly, and that is the difference between having a natural in that position. Yeah, absolutely. We've said it loads of times with the core, and this is what I'll be looking for this month. Can we get someone in loan who, on loan? Who, you, you won't find that like for like, as in what the core brings, but you might find someone who naturally does similar does, jobs in them pockets, runs beyond the striker, maybe has a different skill set. But I thought we did do Dan Jumer had went past Klein as if he wasn't there quite a few times and tried to throw fist a few across the box, which we. We just didn't get on the end off. But then he did have two good opportunities. Uh, one got deflected wide. It was a good move. And another one where we play it in and Dom brings him into the game. And I thought he should have hit it with his right foot into the other corner, let it run onto his left. And then the keeper does make a good save from it. But at least we sh- we were showing in that area. We were getting in. and that-, that gave me some hope in the first half that we might nick a goal because mm. we were in control. They were doing very little, you know. They done very little in the first half. Yeah. They had a lame shot which fizzed over. Other than that, they done not. We had Eze diving, getting booked. He just couldn't really get into it. So we were in control. And I did think on the counter, we, we looked at, and particularly through Dan Juma, we did look like we'd caused them an issue. And we had a James Garner shot which got blocked as well, which looked like it was uh, it was travelling. Yeah, <laughs> it was always going to be difficult making chances against Palace because mm. they do play quite defensively. You know, they have the back four, the full-backs aren't too attacking mm. and then they have Lermer, who's you know, he's a midfield destroyer and mm. Richards, who's a centre-back really. So, mm. you know, they have those numbers defensively. Yeah, yeah. And we did get a few chances and the Dan Juma one for me was the real one where mm. you think you've made the wrong choice there and yeah. uh, that could be our best chance of the game. That, the and... one witty to keep us safe. Yeah. Because yeah, as Dom we... rolls it, it's almost ready for him to just play the other corner with the right foot yeah, once it, it goes on, on to the left, left. And... which is mad because he's right footed it's yeah. weird isn't it yeah god no that that was the main one for me where yeah. I think that was a very good chance that yeah, and you could yeah. have made the better choice there but look overall we had I'd say a promising game mm. Dan Schumer I think with McNeil's injury as well he's one we're going to potentially need uh, mm. there was a lot of noise about him potentially going back to Villarreal I think 
we'll keep him now because we have to, but we may need to look at another player as well who can potentially play those positions. But it was promising from him. He's getting in the positions, which is the first step. The second step's making the right choice in those positions, but I'm sure he'll be told that. Yeah, I mean, we come out for the second half. I thought they were a bit brighter the second half. They had, to, they had to work a little bit hard. They still didn't create anything, but I thought they, they got a bit more a bit control of it from what they had he? in the first half. But we still had moments. I mean, we had... Dan Jumer had another chance in the second half, which he takes with his right foot, but hits it straight at the goalkeeper when him and Dom, I think Dom created again. It was actually, actually a really good chance, that. It was a good opportunity. Again, that's where he should be going across the keeper, and mm. he, he hits it straight at him, and... <laughs> They'd only really huffed and puffed Palace up until that point. And I was, I'll be honest, I was wanting... Dom was kind of like... His, his involvement in the game was getting less and less, mainly because he was isolated. And I'm thinking, bring better one. So either go and give him some help up front or go like for like and, and try to get them on the run because we'd had a couple where Coleman had tried to bend it into Dom in the first mm. half and... One had worked, one he over it. And then we had one in the second half. Um, again, I think it's James Garner this time, plays that angle ball through and we get we almost get in and you're like, that's the way we can turn these. But Dom really only had the one. And I don't think if I was Dom now, I'd play with my hair out. Because the one when he ran through and the hair was Let flowing. It Let it flow. It just looked so much better. He looked yeah. more more powerful, Let like the way flow. Lukaku shot the <laughs> long hair. Let it flow. I thought he should have done better with no, that he chance. Have. He yeah. shrugs the lad and you're thinking, just hit through it. Does it? I don't know whether it nicks the defender and takes the sting out of it, but I think if he's a bit more confident and scoring, he takes that a bit earlier with a bit more conviction, but didn't look totally in like he believed he was going to score. No, I think by the time he'd actually set himself up for the shot, the keeper had a good read on him as well. If he'd been able to maybe take it more centrally earlier mm. and then be able to come back and then he can potentially... Because he made a good run, foot. didn't he? It was a good run, mm. but then it, does he leave it a little bit too long to it? Because mm. the keeper's positions well, because yeah. he knows where the ball's going at that point. And it, it's just that we've done at the moment, isn't it? We're just lacking that little bit extra, and I think that's that little bit extra you get or lose from confidence. So. Well, let's, I mean, let's talk about Dominic Calvaloon, because there's he, a lot of people, or, or some people, not a lot of people, some people do criticise him seemingly no matter what he does. Mm. Others question him. When he misses opportunities, like there's nothing wrong with that. You're looking for, you were looking for a more clinical performances from him. I think his his all round performance is, is decent. Some games, I do think lately, I don't know whether it's just that run of playing a lot of games again, and he's had a, he's had, hasn't had this really. You know, the last couple of years he's played half fit and. He's and I think now he's playing a lot of games, but I just think he's dropped a little bit. I think his the goal probably looks about this big at the minute. We don't create loads of opportunities for him, mm. so it's not like last night he's had five or six chances and and he's missed them all. He had a header in the first half which he had to if you can add it too well, it needed to skin off his head a little bit, and then he had that opportunity in the second half. But we we don't. A I mean, Pedro, you've already said it. We don't get enough people round him. No. So I don't know what he's supposed to do with long balls. You can't control it on your head and make... The, and he's not a... For everything that Dominic Calvert-Lewin is, he's not a striker who makes his own chances. No. He's not, you know, like an Ollie watkins type player. And in, at the moment, the conversion rate, he's got the second-worst conversion rate after Darwin Nunes for opportunities missed. So is it all that, Ped, that we just simply not create good enough opportunities for him at the minute? 
And is it also because we just isolate him? Is that mm. contributing to no, why course, right now he's not playing he well? Get, he doesn't get chances. <laughs> he gets mm. very few chances in a game. And he isn't... But some would argue that Wolves at 1-0 he should have scored, that City at 2-1 he's not he cold scored. enough either. That's the other side of it. I actually think he's not aggressive enough, which is the irony of last night. I mm. don't think he's aggressive enough in his, in his play. I think when we saw him last year when he came back and we went to Brighton, how aggressive he was, how he wanted to take people on it, almost mm. like he wanted to embarrass them a little bit by doing his little spin trick and all that. The, he, he doesn't have that snarl and nature, which I actually think you need to have as a centre-forward to protect yourself, to put yourself about a little bit. Mm. That's not there. He's a pussycat far too often. And I think that that takes away... He's never going to be a player who scores... Loads of goals. He's never going to be a two, a one and two striker. Two would be amazing. He's never going to be a one and two striker, and he does go on runs. He runs hot and cold. I think what, what, what has been a little bit the last few games is he's not. Is he massively contributing if he's not scored? And mm. I don't really think he he has been. No. He's been leading the line, but he just has to give a little bit more of himself. And I think that's where the aggression part comes in. Like yeah. get yourself into the game. Like Beto is aggressive, isn't he? Yeah, he because he, he's not as refined as no, Tom, he's but not, he's aggressive, he's not, isn't and he? That's, and actually, that's what people like. Yeah. People like that side Chaos, because, isn't it? because it makes it seem like you're working harder than you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Dom can spend a lot of time on his own just dealing with long balls and <laughs> knockdowns, and that's not that's not sexy, is it? That's not that's not what people want to see. Do you want to see people get involved and pick up the ball and run? And even mm. if they lose it in their own half, they're applauded, which I think is mad because you've just lost it in your mm. own half. You should yeah. never lose it in your own half. Dom needs the Corey up with them mm. to get the best out of both to get the best out of both of them yeah. and bring them both into the game. And when there's not that player there, I mean, look, look at it last night. What are we doing with them? What, what are we doing with any striker that's up there? We're just going long, and then we're expecting them to what control it, get it down, and then to beat three to men. beat three men or to keep it for like ten seconds said, while you're getting. As I said, if you if you look last night, if you look at the heat maps, there's no one near them. Mm. There's no one around them. The crossing's not 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 brilliant. No. We had a few opportunities first half, especially from the left, and the crossing was well, going was, over the head. One in the second half, and my, and my dad's like normally quite calm with it, but McNeil just did like some ball in from about fourth, and he was like, and he was he was like, what do you want? What do you expect yeah. him to do with that? It was like a cross almost at the edge of the box. Yeah. It's like, what do you want him to do? Edit what? And, and like flies into the top corner. Mm. It's just the service isn't good enough. I know. There'll be people who, who will go, he's not doing this and he's not... Sco-. And I get all that and I'm not defending it. Mm. But we aren't creating We're good not. opportunities for him. I'll be the fair... I my strikers more than any other player. How many times <laughs> do we get to the byline yeah. and whip it in with pace? And that's where he got all his goals under, under Carlo. Yeah. When people were getting side on when people were getting to the byline and they're pulling it back, and whether it's in the air mm. or whether it's on the it's floor, foot, and he's yeah. getting his tappings, and we do not provide that service. No. Is he a top class striker? No, he's probably not. But just before the last Euros, he was the he was the backup for Harry Kane, who's mm-hmm. regarded as one of the best strikers in the world. And will he ever get back to that level? We don't know because he's had two years out, and that's a lot of development. And that's mm. a lot of time in his own head as well, having to deal with those injuries. And scoring and, goals. And, and other people come in and, and then you're doubting yourself and maybe you're doubting your own body and all that kind of thing. But I've witnessed those last two years and people have got, it's like people have been men in black, isn't it? Or yeah. had a conversation with Roberto Martinez, one of the two. And I've suddenly just completely forgotten how, like when he's not how bad it was like when he was not there. Now we've got competition, now we can say, 
you're not on it, Bettle comes in. And actually, I was surprised last night that Bettle didn't come in yeah. just because of the FA Cup, a good mm-hmm. opportunity. And um, But let's not do that thing that <coughs> some of our fans love to do, or all of us love to do it now and again. It's just like write people off. Mm. He's, going, he's not going through a, good, a great time at the moment. And maybe, who knows, perversely, what happened last night might be the thing of like the spark that we gets them going again. again and people go, no, no, God, we're missing Don for three games. Mm-hmm. And it should be a case of that's that's awful. And maybe that's the thing where people go, no, this fella is our number nine and we should we should all get round them and support them in this moment. And maybe that might be the spark. I'll come back, I'll prove it to everybody that I'm a good player. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel bad for him, to be honest, especially when we know what he's been through over the last few years and he'll be as frustrated as all of us that he's missing these chances. I don't feel like he misses sitters and often I think he misses good chances that he should take the majority of, but I think they just come so few and far between. He'll have one or two a game spread out over a period and I think not being involved in games probably doesn't do him that much good for those chances he he's not getting a feel of the ball and just getting confident on it especially for a player who's had long periods out you know maybe if he was just slightly more involved in the game and getting a bit more comfortable on the ball a little bit more conviction behind what he does a little bit more just confidence I think last night it was we were into the second half of the game he had five touches Oh, what can no, you do, what, what can you do as a centre forward if you've had five touches? See, I was at, after about after he just had that chance, I was wanting to be taken off because I knew the manager wasn't really going to go with the two of them. So I was thinking, get better on. We need a little bit of chaos up there now mm-hmm. for better. And, and I think I don't think Beto's been given enough chances personally. But I just felt last night after that, Dom was a little bit like 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 give the other felt same as if Beto would have had. 17 minutes and, and hadn't been really in it, I'd be saying, like, get Dom on now. Let's see if we can stretch them a little bit. And obviously we know what happened after it and it was it was a joke, really. Mm. You know, it, the ball's knocked up to him and he actually does really well because he's up with two centre-backs. He, he wins the header and, and it drops down. He goes after the ball and slides. He has to put his leg up to try and scoop it because you you can't he's never gonna slide like that because that's mm, dangerous. It's impossible. So he's gone to try and drag yeah, the ball, it. which is what yeah. you're doing. And as he does that, Klein comes across him, brushes off Nathaniel Klein, but gets the ball. Put it this way, Don did everything he planned to do. Slid, scooped the ball back, mm. got up with the ball, should have played Dan Juma in, he was wide open, he didn't, he hesitated, and then we move it wide. And I think we got a corner off it. The referee gave the referees in a great position, sees this, plays on, no one's complaining, game goes like that and we get a corner. It's like, like can we do something off this? And then you go, there's going to be a check here. VAR are checking that challenge. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then, like Sean Dice says, once they go, mm-hmm. he's going to the screen. You know, Once he said they were checking and I knew he was, getting up, he was going to get sent off. So you know what's happening, don't you? You know what happens and... One of, I've got to say it's one of the worst I've ever seen in terms of a red card because it was a there was you ask yourself the questions don't you was he endangering an opponent no no was it a full force straight leg challenge no was he out of control no no was there a big kick off because players know if there's a challenge that's naughty and they have to get involved no it's and when you know with all of them you shouldn't really go to the next point then, 
Was he in danger in the opponent? No, should be the end of yeah, it. Yeah. Well, and, and you shouldn't be, keep getting no's. To get. It's like that thing where if it's yes, go to question four. I think the, minute the two are. No, it should be over. I think the two are. Has he hurt the player? <laughs> and is he in control? And <laughs> those past that, nothing matters. But Klein was, did say he hurt him, didn't he? No, Klein's a prick, right? <laughs> going down. No, he is, though, oh. going down like that. You know, you've got to say that as it, as it is, mm-hmm. haven't you? Players throwing themselves around on the ground is not helping the game no, in no. any way no. whatsoever. And they'll, get, and yet they'll we, be on and, the end of something like and yet that. Players, and players don't get the decisions when when they don't throw themselves on the ground. So who's, whose fault's that? Who's created that situation? But ultimately, if he'd gone in and he was out of control and he hadn't touched him, then I could understand why you send him off because it's one of them where you've He's jumped in two-footed and the person just got out the way and mm. you, you you still got to send them off. Play. There was none of that. He was in total control. Mm. He's won the ball. He's done exactly what he meant to do. Yeah. Scoop the ball, take it and play on. It's It literally is one of the worst I've ever seen. And yeah. it actually it made me feel so disheartened about the game afterwards. Mm. You know, Anyone who watched my match reaction, it made me feel... Like what is the point anymore? Yeah. And and those are those kind of situations are becoming more and more prevalent in the game mm. where football fans ask them. So it's not and by the way, that's not a oh we've been hard done by gotta hate football. Mm. That is an actual realisation of the way the game is going is just getting worse and worse and worse. Mm. And the and the other one was the realisation that Everybody knows it's not a red card. Everybody knows, and I know, I know now that Everton have put, you know, that they've put an appeal in. Mm. But it's that idea of everyone knowing, and yet you're still getting a three-game suspension, like 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 the old days when there wasn't no VAR, and they go, "Well, what do you want us to do?" I've sent them off. I didn't know. I didn't have mm. a screen. Yeah. You do have a screen now. And mm. Some fella you told you to go over. You go over, and you bottled it. You bottled no, it as a referee. Forget about the fella in the room. He doesn't know. He hasn't, He's a disgrace. He hasn't, got the, he hasn't got the feel of the game. Huh? You know, he doesn't know what's going on. He's not on the grass. But you're, but also as a referee, you're, you're five yeah, yards away. Alpha on though. You're five yards away. You're looking directly at it. Mm. The same as the one mm. at space. Mm. Same as the Man City penalty. It's like you're looking straight at it. Mm. Why have we got, like, why are, we, why are we in a situation where we're going to referees? Not that thing you've just seen dead clearly. Mm. It's not what you saw. Mm. Come on. Howard Webb come on Jack will touch on this now. Howard Webb come out and said, We're gonna help referees. We're, we're mm. gonna help them, we're not gonna referee the game for them. And referee. It, you know, again I've said it a lot of times, I've got an issue with people turning up to an office block and putting the referees outfits on my cards in the pocket and sitting in the room and making decisions. Put it, it this way, if you were cooking a meal in your house, would you put a chef's uniform on? A chef hat on that? Well, some people would, but I personally wouldn't know. Um, and I wouldn't watch the match and put a full Everton kit on and sit no. there like I'm playing, but that's what referees it's like do. Jack putting a suit on to play football manager. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Two for the cup final. Yeah, cup final. That's like but, um, but you're talking about like disheartening. We're already getting that from goals. When a goal scored now, the, the, the days of that celebration, because yeah. you know, you, the first thing you do is check the line if he hasn't got a flag up, celebrate like man. Now, I I sit there and go um, just wait and see if anything happens. Like City, we scored against Man City, and cause Rodri was cry and I was like, I ain't celebrating this, mm-hmm. mate, till we kick back off because I know if they can, they'll disallow it. But, and that's where the game's gone. And now what we're seeing is tackles that referee. You see, the biggest issue for me with this, loads of clubs have probably had it. I'm not really bothered. This is about Everton right now. Three of the last four games. We've had VAR change decisions 
that a referee has seen in real mm. time and is given a decision for. Mm. So Tottenham away, the referee gives a decision that Andre Gomez wins a tackle with mm. Emerson Royal. The, the liner is stood on the other side. The pair of them couldn't be better placed if you hand-picked them and yeah. put them... They've both and got the perfect angle. Neither of them, neither of them give a decision mm. other than an Everton goal. And who knows, that might have changed Dominic Alderloon's season. Gets a goal, we're back in it, blah de blah right? Man City, the referee gives a corner. Now, OK, in that game, my initial thought as a fan in the ground was that might be on ball yeah, because yeah. I've seen the City players and like I've said, and this comes back on to last night, players react to what's around them. Right? Mm. <laughs> but the referee seen it and gave a corner mm. and when you watch it again, you can see there's no intent from Amadou O'Nara to handball. It's He's merely blocking his face. Right? That got overturned. They got a penalty. And we've seen this last night. That's three huge decisions. I could cry ass about the fact that VAR should have got involved at Tottenham with Amadou O'Nana and given Everton a penalty, but they, they ignored that. I could have moaned about stuff. Down. Exactly. I could have moaned about stuff last night with Beto when VAR took one second to say it wasn't a penalty, even though when you slow it down, it's more of a penalty than that's a red card. And yet, what we're seeing now is VAR getting involved, slowing everything down, even for decisions referees have given, and going, you got that wrong. It's, it's a red card. Now, Jack, I mean, where are we? Because that, to me, <coughs> that's three huge decisions in four games that have affected Everton in a negative way. And lots of other clubs will have it, but I just don't know where we are now. Because once you start saying to a referee who's got a great view, is in the feel of the game, to quote Sean, it's going on around them. He can see it in real time. He can see the impact. He can see how people react. Doesn't give anything. How can a fella who, once again, has put on a ref's outfit, put cards in his pocket to go to an office block? I don't know if he's got cards in his they pocket. They do. They have them all. They have them all. <laughs> and got flag as well. I don't know whether he's got the flags, but he definitely got he that. Got, the got the magic I don't know. Spray. He's probably what got a buzzer. We'll leave it. It's a Has got... I mean, I, yeah. I, yeah. It, it makes me feel massively uncomfortable, that, and I worry about their character. Wear boots. I think they do. No, they wear the Astro. So, so they've got the feel of it, right? So he's washing your own gear, though, doesn't mm. it, to be fair? But some fella, miles away, is telling the referee what's gone on in it. Again, mm. the referee's seen, judged, given and played on it. So, what's going on? Well, the other worrying thing is as well that all the situations you've just mentioned, mm. the decision last night, the Tottenham decision, the Man City decision, other than the City decision, which I think the linesmen give, the, um, the Gomez foul and Calvert-Lewin last night, both referees didn't pick up on either of them. Yeah. Didn't mm. give a foul either, especially mm. last night with a, what we're being told yeah. as a red card offence. Yeah. It wasn't given immediately. So even if in some strange world out there this is a red card, how is your Premier League referee not seen a red card offence as a foul? Right in front of him. Right in front of him. Right so, so either way, one of them's wrong. And the other side of it is as well, he's not there. So... Does he take into consideration the fact that it absolutely pissed down? 
and the ground is wet. Because you're sliding. And you're sliding and your momentum. He's not there to judge all that, where a referee really is there mm. to understand that Speed, and take that in consideration. Exactly. That's but probably the other what thing they mean well. when they say feel of the game. Yeah, isn't that's it. it. And if you, you know when you play, to, when you play Sunday League, whether you play for the school, whatever, if someone puts a bad tackle, there's a reaction yeah. from teammates. There's no reaction. There's a lad standing next to him going, no reaction. It's not players. even just about reaction, no, Baz. It's just general <laughs> football and context that mm. anyone who's kicked the ball for more than two minutes yeah, to understand yeah. is no he's not going in to hurt him so it moves the intent of harm he's scooping it and he could make that same movement and have the exact same contact with Klein without mm-hmm. sliding if he was closer to him he's doing the same mm-hmm. ball scooping motion the, trying to control the, it he'd still hit him with his stud but there's an obsession around our players on the floor yeah. and his studs up there's, there's, there's an obsession yeah. with that in yeah, referee is. and the other side right. of it is if he'd hurt him he would have hurt him wouldn't yeah. it? If yeah, he'd yeah. hurt him, he would have he hurt him. Been, and yeah. that's, again, the thing that I just is just mad to me, is this idea of dangerous play. But it wasn't dangerous play because he didn't hurt him. Like, don't get me wrong, if you're out of control and you do a two-footer, I get that. Mm. And someone just jumps out the way, you can, I can get that. But this idea of hurting somebody, it's the same when the flip was, when Sun done it to Gomez, and we went, well, you did hurt him, so you did deserve a red card. And he jumped through the air. You jumped through the air. You've Danger caught him. You knew what you were doing. You were angry. And people went, you can't punish people because you because bro- he broke someone's leg. It's like, well, you can if that was the it was intent. intent. Yeah, the cop because he didn't get it. This seat. is the reverse of that, where it's like, well, there isn't an intent. He was trying There's to win no the ball. He's, he's, just... won, he's won the ball. He's not. He's caught the sock. He's literally caught his sock, and you think that's a red. Pads. You think that's a mm. red card. It's and again, that's where refs don't don't understand. Never played the game. Keep on going about it. X plays all that. They come back to the studio. The X plays in the studio are like not on any planet. Yeah. Don't even. Have keep to, watching. They're not even trying to be controversial. They're just being like, "What are you talking?" And the other thing is, I mean, there's a video, brilliant yeah. video that's gone out showing. The Everton players watching yeah. it with the referee and like Seamus Coleman, you can see him, it's just like that, it's never and they're all saying the lines and stands in front. Go yeah, away, yeah, go yeah. away, don't you know, we might start crying if you say something to him because they're embarrassing officials. But the thing about it is I've seen worse tackles in Zach's games. And that's like kids level. And what I mean is yeah. those challenges and just the referee didn't give anything. That he's gone in, slid, won the ball, scooped the ball back. He hasn't jumped. If Dom had gone like that, straight mm. into him, I'd be going. It's a red card, isn't it? Yeah. It's a red card. There's a video going around on social media of all the challenges to Everton plays in the last few years. Some horrific, Van Dyke horrific. Mm. There's Mings on Dominic Alvaloon's knee horrific. Are you on Gordon? Are you right in front of the yeah. dugout? That is a two footed jump into mm. Anthony Gordon. But it was a red card. There's loads of them. Yeah. Loads of them. Are all a hundred times worse than the Dominic Calvert Loom yeah. one? None of them I think the most of the when you look at like a video like that and what you see is people being <coughs> out of control. Mm-hmm. And that and that's where and that where that's whether they're out of control like in their heads and out of control on the pitch as well. Yeah. The, 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 that's the point, isn't we're, it? But we're not we've sat here when players have had red cards forever and we've gone we deserved yeah. it. Like Mason Holgate against Spurs, that same game when the Charleston yeah. we got a, we got robbed again. Well mm. what a surprise by VAR. Now years ago Holgate wouldn't have been a red card because the lad hit the ball first. Yeah. But he cleared the ball and then went and then straight seen, through and you look and you go mm. Rondon below me was a red card. Alan, I can understand why you can argue it and go, should be in yellow, but I can under I looked at that and was like, I can understand why he gave it. I didn't like it. I still think it was he was just trying to stop St. Maxim, but he did he did kind of leave the floor. Out of control. So he was out of control. So he was gone. This last night is a slight so we're saying 
Now, sly tackling it is illegal. Basically, if you make that any contact, it's illegal. That must be the rule. And okay, so let's do let's for. say it then. And then what they say, how they justify this, they say, well, it's, and this is how the justifying works, it's called Willis Studs were. He was showing his stuff. And that's the justification for it, though. It's like, well, so if I slide, it was wet last night. Mm. What if he'd only had moldies on? So but if I slide into you, if I slide into you, mm. how do I slide along the floor without showing? You have your feet planted like that. You, you, so that's what I'm saying. They twist the words. Still, yeah. They twist the words. All they take. They take little words that they want to take and use. Mm. And but the, the most important one, I can't reiterate. It's like, enough. Mm. It has to be control. If you've got, you're fully in control. Mm. Well, he is because he took the ball. He, he slid. <laughs> the thing is, the other key thing is, he slid to a destination. Got up and run with the ball. Yeah. He didn't slide, carry on sliding, chase the ball because he'd gone through the man pit. He slid, scooped it up, stood up where he was and went forward. It's not one where, you know, the yeah. ball's been between both of them. They've went in for a 50-50 <laughs> duel. He's, he's got the ball, but he's, he's followed through and smashed mm-hmm. them good and proper as well. He's went in, clients came from another saying angle. It, yeah, I'm yeah, saying, yeah, he, yeah, yeah he hasn't that's not yeah. been the case. Yeah. He's, he's just, slid in, he's controlled it, he's controlled yeah. it very well, considering he's on the floor, clients come in from another angle, and one of his studs has grazed his shin pad. It's like I said, right, you, in most cases when you go in for that kind of challenge or any kind of tackle, there will be contact. The will I seen contact sports. I said like I said to you, Jack, on the live before there was a challenge that Tarkovsky made last week against Alvarez. Right? It was about five times worse than that last night, but he still won the ball. So he went in and won the ball and a bit of momentum took him into Alvarez, mm-hmm. but he got the ball. And everyone went, Oh, it's a great tackle. I heard a couple of people going, Oh, they're checking it. Mm-hmm. Right? And whoever checked it on the bar that night must have gone, Well, he's fully won the ball. He's just got yeah. Well, last night was way less than that, Dom. Protected the ball and is red carded, and then I see other tackles in games, and you go, Tarkies last night was worse. <laughs> well, he just took the kid out and went to the box. <laughs> yeah. He just took yeah, him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just took the kid out like, and then and went. Then he put it over. Yeah. And then he put it. And then yeah, he got the well, within the context of a tackle, he didn't like hurt him, but, but within the context but of a tackle, he knew what he was doing. He was got nowhere near the ball. It was more physical. Contact. Exactly. He got was nowhere it? near the, the ball. The intent was to take the he kid out. Took the lad. So you're looking and going, well, I'm going. Where are we then? Uh, where are we because? If my if I go like that, then obviously if I can't scoop a ball by keeping my foot on the floor. No. So I've got to go in and drag the ball. So my leg invariably is mm. gonna come up while I try to drag it. If you run, which and, will in turn show your studs. So are you not allowed to control a ball? Like then that? it needs a rule change. Then it's off. Exactly. Yeah. Then we need a rule change. Don't we? Yeah. We need a rule change to say you can't slide unless the player's nowhere near. You can slide to keep it in, but I can't have a player yeah. in order to foul. You know, this, yeah. this is where we are, though. But this is where we are. The other thing is, is that it's been appealed, and if there's any common sense in the world, it'll be overturned. But how will they appealed. overturn it, right? And the only reason I've got a bit of hope is the someone, yeah, the which was given a yellow card in the game. They told him it was a red, so he then sent him off, and then the next day he rescinded it. A because he's not that type of player. Yeah, he's not that type Don's of player. Don's not that type no, of player. And he cried. And he cried, and then he gave it the sorry when he thinks. So it was Dom scores, he can go like that, sorry, can't he? But that always seems to be the hardest way. Like, Elton John said it, and then Blue followed it up, so it must be. You know what I mean? But um, what should see it overturned is the fact it doesn't actually meet any red card criteria. This is Everton, one thing I've heard as well is it, but the, my issue is, you said it before, one, if we've either got a huge mistake from an on field official who can see it in real time. That's a huge mistake. You didn't know mm. that was a red. No, mate, because it wasn't a red. And all he had to say yeah. was it wasn't a red. He should have said to VAR, I'm in the game. There was no contact, really. 
I've seen it live. No I've seen it live. You're happy watching with it in my slow decision. motion. I've would never have ever been discussed, mate. They'd have gone ITV4, would have gone back and gone, oh, VAR looked at this, but Chris Cabanas and they would have gone, no, it's not a red Do you and think, though, now there is a case, though, of of referees, number one, going, well, I have to go and look at it because if I don't and it actually does turn out to be a barely bad decision and I have missed something because mm. they're replaying in their own head and maybe then their own their own head's getting yeah, it wrong. Yeah, yeah. So they go and check it and then when they go and check it, for that reason, they go, well, I'm here now, so I probably have to you do... You can't do that. Though. No, but the actual I'm saying is... But they are, it seems is, like they is that, is that now a, Is that now very much just a thing where... They're all they're all worrying about all the all the, all the other elements of but the Sean game. But Sean Dyche says it though every time. Why did he go to the monitor? Because yeah. he never change it. Yeah. We all know once they go to the monitor, it's the decision. At Spurs, I'm sure John John was in the ground. I'm sure when everyone went to checking it on VAR, mm. and the ref goes to the monitor. I bet you every Evertonian mm. went, "Won't give it, won't give it." It'll be ruled out because the minute they go, they don't go and then give you that. They just don't do the Man City. The minute he come below me, I knew what was coming. Yeah. Giving a pen. And you know it. Even if he goes, no, he's protecting his face. That's not a penalty. They'll be going, it's a penalty. The letter of the law, remember, is it hit his arm. But that's what I don't understand. What's the power <laughs> dynamic here? Because he's meant to be the match official. Mm-hmm. And Howard, well, this was back to the Howard Webb. Howard Webb come in and said, if you're going to leave it to the officials, we're just going to help them. Mm-hmm. But then VAR, no, we advise you to look at the screen. So, OK, they advised them. They've seen an angle of it. But mm-hmm. then he's at the screen. They're saying, yes, he hits a penalty. And they have to tell him the letter of the law. He knows the law himself. He does mm-hmm. the same How many job. times did they show us what he was getting, what he was viewing last night? We got the same pictures he was getting. They must have shown it 30 times before he made the decision. Yeah. So if you have to look at something 30 times before you go, okay, I agree, it's a red... That's a joke. I wouldn't show it's someone something 30 times. I wasn't trying to convince them something mm-hmm. about that that they hadn't seen already. Exactly. So that leads me to believe Stockley Parker, the bosses yeah. in this dynamic. So come out and say it then. But come I out thought and say, the referee, the on-field VAR referee, referee the, the games and the ref is there to just keep the game going. Any big decisions we make with our kit on, again, in an office block, with our kit on, which is weird. We make the decisions from a hundred miles away, and he, all he's there to do is give throw-ins and corners mm. and just keep and hand the cards out. And then we'll go, okay, we all know where we stand. Then so they're gonna, but then that's fine, and I'll even accept that if then they give Amadou O'Nana a penalty at Tottenham because the ref never seen it and his shirt's getting ragged off. Well, okay, we're refereeing it's a penalty. It's like the thing you know where the ref blows the whistle. Done it last night. Everton have a corner. He blows the whistle. Yeah. Doesn't speak to James Garner, who is getting shoved by the defender. Speaks to the defender. He's carrying on, shoving him. The ref goes like that. The easiest thing to do, let the corner come and blow your whistle, go penalty. I told you before he kicked it, if you shove him again, it's a penalty. They don't. They've done it the other week. What game is it at home? He stopped the game about three times. Mm-hmm. Like Chelsea or Newcastle. Yeah. The ref stopped the game three times to have a go at Newcastle, it was, to have a go at their defender because he was pushing Tarky. Well, you know when if you have to stop it more than once, it's a penalty then, mate. It's when Joe Linton was like... Joe Linton was shoving and, and grabbing. Well, it's a penalty because I've told you to stop and you've just ignored it. So that's a pen. Where at Tottenham at Brighton, the minute Kulavreski grabs... Does it Joe Pedro? Whatever he grabs... It's Pedro, yeah. It's a penalty. Stockley Park, that's a penalty. Well, why wasn't it a penalty four days ago, mate, with the same player? Do you know what I mean? Either do it all or do none of it. But I thought... The whole thing when they come in, it was going to be to aid the referee, like you say. And like, this is why I think AI offsides have got to come in immediately, help the officials mm. get that, and we have to make a decision right now. I mean, Ped, 
is that I've seen a lot of people calling for it to be paused at the moment for AR till he get a grip of it. I don't see that happening. But how do we how do we move forward? Do you think? I don't. I don't know because I just think I I I think we're obsessed with VAR when it is just terrible referees. I think we we let VAR this weird VAR <laughs> take over. <laughs> Which is essentially just a replay. Isn't it is it? just a yeah. replay. It is there's terrible, terrible officials. So I don't know how does it make any better if you if you take this away from it. I understand. I understand from a point of view of, like you said, celebrating goals and all that kind of thing. You don't have to worry about that or you don't have to worry about the game being bereft. But I, I just, to me, it's just, it is really poor officials. It's really poor officials who can't keep up with the game. The laws Who are... was it that said, where this is the only, is it the Zerbi? Yeah, I think so, said yeah. the other week, this is the only country in the world that has an issue with. And also, we, and also we issues. manipulate our, our, the laws to be different yeah, here we as do, well, yeah, we which do. is what we've always done. That's one for Europe, this is one for the Premier. How can that be? How can that be a case? How can you have different rules and then always blame, go back and blame? We've got, you know, we've got all this nonsense of PGML and all this nonsense. We've got rules that don't shouldn't make even any... know them, should we? Really? No. We've, we've got, got rules that them. don't make any sense. The handball rule doesn't make any sense. You've got oh, you've got all kind. Of, oh, it's the rule, love. It's the rule, it's the rule. Stop being shitbags <laughs> yeah. and let them work with common sense mm. and let them go. This pitch is soaking wet, and he slid and he's knocked into him. It's not a foul because mm. he wasn't. In, there was no intent, and actually, the lack of control come because he he hit a skiddy bit on on the pitch or something. Pitch but there's none wet. of there's none of that. It's all well. This is what it says in the rules, and I do think I do think the VAR VAR is an easy. Th- thing get out, get out for for it all. Bad decision making. When you know it, it, it is the human beings. Because mm. go back to the Liverpool one against Spurs. It was a human, human being. Error, yeah. It was a human being. Mm. Not not going. What are we actually checking for here? By the way, yeah, is yeah. it a, offside or is it not offside? I don't know what I'm checking for. Mm. And no one saying to him, "Is that a goal or not a goal?" It's human mm. error. It's all processes. So we allow this thing. And the other thing about it is. If it was used differently, no slow mos. Slow mos are bollocks. Mm-hmm. I could do that to I could do that to him. And if you sped it up, suddenly it looks like I'm punching him yeah. in the arm, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Do you know well, what I mean? You see me move backwards in yeah. slow motion, it's you see all the eyes wide and, and the and the other this, so you've got that as well. And I also think there should be time limit. Why are we looking for things? Why are we looking to disallow gold? Why are we long looking to disallow Why are we gold? looking at an offence like that last night and going, I better check this from six, six different angles? When if you can't see it on that first one or at least that second one, okay, you might see something from the front and not get the depth perception. Mm. See it from the <laughs> other side and suddenly you can see it. Six, you know, six, I'm going, better check that. One of the angles that. ITV showed, and I don't know whether VAR had it. Shows it perfectly that Dom doesn't even really connect. There's yeah, a yeah. side on one. I don't know where the bar are because they have three angles, and that's it, which again blows my mind. He should have as many angles as he possibly can. And you could see it on ITV. And even Joe be macking up was like, I'll watch it another hundred times and it won't be a red card. No, it'll never be a, Ask it'll a hundred never be a red pros card. who've played the game, not one of them will tell you it's a red card. And how can you have people say? Because normally you'd go, Well, I can understand it. In the I, I don't agree with it, but yeah. I can see where but the none of them you can't with this. And, it is bollocks. what it is. Off he went, three match plan. But Everton, you know what? Everton had two good opportunities after that. Beto, come on, did really well. Put a ball into James Garner. For me, should hit the target, blazes it over. It was a good chance. And then we have Jack Harrison had a shot as well, which he, the target. he should hit the target with, really. And then Joe Virginia made two good saves. One from Ezzy, which he should save, which mm. was right down his throat. But then the other one, 
don't know whether it's hitting the post or going wide, but he had to get down. He couldn't he leave had to, it. He had to cover it. And he chipped it down the post. And just very briefly, Ped, I thought he did really well last night because he doesn't play very yeah. often. He was quite calm. Well, I, I thought actually thought well. tactically, because he's not an amazing passer of the ball, short passing the way, yeah. you know, the way... His long it, was all right, though. His long it? was all right. I thought tactically that just let us settle down a little bit mm. and go, Do you know what, lads, tonight we are just going to kick it straight out and we're not going to faff around at the back. You were confident giving him it, though, weren't No, you? I know, but I thought mm. it was a game, especially with the conditions last yeah, night. Yeah. It did, it, and and because we'd lost the last three and gone mm. out the cup as well, I think it was a game. It was like a bit of a no-nonsense. Let everyone settle down. Don't don't start the game off by giving it back to him, getting it back yeah, and creating yeah. angles. It was a bit like, let's be a little bit more pragmatic tonight. Mm. He was quite early on. He got down to a, to a, a nothing shot, but you could see straight away he wanted to be involved. And I thought he was quite comfortable. And mm. Even physically, he doesn't look like the, the, the kid we once bought. No, no. You know, he's a lad who's been around since, what, 2018, is he? Yeah. You know, he's been around for a long time. He doesn't look like that kid. He looks like a physi- big physical now, specimen now. So I thought he'd done really well. And that yeah. save late on really... Mm really uh, put the, the rubber stamp on that and he just he had to t- from the shot from the side I think it was going in and then yeah. when you when it didn't go in I thought well the keeper hasn't saved it but he has he's turned it round so and then come and made the punch off the corner through a pack of players as well yeah, I thought yeah. I mean yeah alright didn't he yeah said at the start he, he did what was asked of him mm. you know there was nothing groundbreaking but yeah. it didn't need to be because he wasn't tested to that degree mm-hmm. I think you know, the one at the end yeah it probably was going wide but every day of the week you'd rather you keep it covered I don't think he chance. can leave it can he in no case absolutely not so and you know he, he still got to it and was mm. far away from him so he did well there and I thought the one you mentioned Pedro he just got his hands on it very early on I thought that probably did him good because mm. he probably would have felt the pressure Stuck to it, didn't he? first game for Everton and However long it was, there was even one. bad conditions, and he just gets his hand on it straight away, yeah. and he just feels assured in the game. Then there was even one in the first half where Mateta's coming, and I'm thinking, come for it, and Coleman deals with it. When I watched it again, he made the right decision because if he'd have yeah. come sliding, he'd have gone into Seamus, and then that might have made the break, you know. And yeah. Coleman dealt with it. Seamus Coleman Did back in the well, side yeah. last night, I thought he was excellent. Really, you know, without being, he's had better games, yeah. but I just thought he. He did. I thought he there was a lot more room for him in the first half, to be yeah, fair. I yeah. thought there was so much room One, for him. One, he blazed over the cross, he should have done better. But, um, but no, he was, he was back at it and, and very assured. And... and what we need, we need them all fit, don't yeah. we? We need all our players. Everybody helps. And when he talks, people listen as well. Exactly. Yeah, and he yeah. looked ready to smash that Mateta's head in as he well. Did. And he was also when, oh, we, went yeah, was ten, when yeah. we went down to ten men, you could see the look on his face. It's like yeah. no one is scoring yeah. here. I am not letting that be the thing yeah. that knocks. Yeah. And I thought the cup. fans we were yeah. going down on a Thursday night, pissing down, they noisy. Oh, and yeah. I think when that went against us, they were brilliant. They responded brilliantly, and I think that helped that pick the players back up as well. Obviously, the negative side as well as Don Dwight McNeil, yeah. and he literally. Done it trying to jump out the way of Brantway, so we didn't land on Brantway's mm. off the corner. And let's hope it's just an ankle roll and it settles down. Looks when you're watching people's socks being cut and off their legs, though, and, he had and then a leg brace, and almost someone as well putting something in front of them so you can see mm. what was going on. I was just pitching every scenario. But the manager said he was okay in the dressing room after. Yeah, well, he said it's swollen, and mm. the problem is when something's swollen is when the swelling goes down you don't know what's going to no. come and he's already been he got that pre-season didn't yeah, he at Stoke, Stoke. Yeah. so you just worry you imagine he's going to miss a couple of games at least don't you but yeah. listen, hopefully that's crossed. all it is because but he's think, a very listen, important player you might get really lucky it might just be an ankle roll which always if your ankle goes like that straight away and you think yeah. that's bad sometimes after four or five days it settles and you're like 
it's a bit stiff, but it's all right. They'll know, won't they? Check least, club yeah. badge, lucky. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. Um, replay, obviously, yeah, yeah. another chance. You know, I didn't now. even think about a replay once last night mm. or, or any time in the week. I'll be honest, I because I've read the thing that they yeah. were open to do away with it and they do do away with it in the fifth round. I was thinking, oh, it's penalties. It's not it? even entered my mind that this game could have gone to a replay as in, like, I just think someone will win on the night, but mm. it is. And typical, I don't think they play again. Till the replay, no, um, and what it's could be our, good. It could be and bad then it bad. sort of cuts into our winter winter break. But it's only three days after Villa in a way, so yeah. you can look at that. Two this ways. is our winter break now. The next next ten days Got is 10 our days. winter break. Um, yeah, listen, it's, it's an opportunity. It's a home game. It's an opportunity. We'll know who our opponents are as mm-hmm. well, of course. When you're uh, when you yeah, you know yeah. you're playing for that as well, so bit more money if you want to look at it that way yeah bit of well, positivity um, that's what everyone says about the replays aren't they yeah, it's good for the clubs that need the money normally they speak about non-league teams <laughs> but now actually we could do with that as well yeah. so uh, yeah it, it's one of them Palace weren't great last night neither mm. were we but we had the better of the game mm. and you hope with Goodison uh, under the lights as they say we'll um, get the better of them and move into the next round and of course it's going to be on uh, more 4 plus 1 is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the channel it's going to nah, be on. Nah, they'll be subscribing to <laughs> that as well. Uh, Dave. Yeah, Dave, well, Dave, Dave's Dave had the chance to take the rights they didn't take that it. they seen last night and thought he'd put an old Taskmaster on instead. Fair play. Why you wouldn't you get wouldn't it back you? on UK goal if it's a cracker like last night? Uh, let's have a look at the stats for the game anyway to finish. Uh, Crystal Palace and 11. No, 11 shots to Palace, 13 to Everton, 3 on targets each. No big chances each. And there's our issue. 47%. I mean, that... That only there. Yeah, that only kicked off in the in the uh, that yeah. when they went. We were up to fifty eight at one point. <laughs> I was bottom of myself. I was like, "What are you doing?" Zach was giving me an update mm-hmm. when Dom got sent off. It was fifty five forty five Everton. I was like, "We're in the wrong it's, zone it's, here." Hopefully that'll drop to thirty eight and we'll win. Maybe that's why. Maybe you should play with ten men more often. Maybe, but... maybe. Uh, there you go. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments section below. Fair results? Was it a red card? Um, <laughs> and can Everton progress? In uh, the replay, let us know. And will Jal Virginia play in the replay? This, these are all the questions mm-hmm. you need asking. Will it be a Davy for Mackenzie? What Hunt? the hell were Palace wearing? It was a belter kit, that no. was a limited edition kit, apparently. Oh, Why? That yeah, was nice. Kit. Hang on, the... it's for charity and you're making a limited edition. Only, what the are you doing? You only printed a thousand of the shirts. It's a nice kit, that. Make five thousand then? Make, make them all. Make that their kit. It's a belter of a kit, that. I know it's nice, than not it? Yeah. kits. Yeah, it was. Just it was kids nice. crying because you've made limited edition kits. Mm. Think about that, eh? Yeah. Think Steve about that. Parrish, Simon yeah. Jordan. Mike Roy Hodgson. Bright. Are we just naming yeah. any <laughs> Palace now? <laughs> yeah. Lenny yeah. Lawrence, who's yeah. back in football. That's and, it. And Wilfred Zahar. Wilf Zahar. Where are you now with Glenn your limited Murray. edition kit? Team Yannick of the 80s, my arse. <laughs> <laughs> Clive Allen. Um, there, there you go. go, let us know. In Fly the Virgin. The sponsor. I know, I remember it, I remember it, yeah. yeah. Ian like John Solarco. Mm. All members cut. Anyway, we're going. Jenna Data's actually not full members. See you later. John Scales. Oh,